You know, I've noticed that we've started eating a lot of vegetarian food recently. Any reason for this? Yeah, I suppose we're just trying to be a bit more healthy. The easiest way of doing that is to cut out meat and eat more fruit and veg and dal and sabzi and things like that. This is going all this climate change on me. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's a good thing. Greta I know, Thunberg, I know. channeling my inner Greta Thunberg. It's a good thing to eat less meat. I I know that. Mm. Like, you know, it doesn't Paul McCartney do meat-free Mondays. Yeah, he does. Once a week, you should eat less. Yeah. But uh, for me, you know, I'm such a meat eater. It's very hard for me to mm. suddenly stop. You know, actually, I'll tell you a, a tip. You know, when I whenever I go to a shadi or some party, I always make sure I try to sit with the vegetarian people. And why is that? Because then, you know, when the chicken tikka and the tangri kebab and the stir-fried chili chicken comes, mm. I know that they don't want it. Yeah. I, actually, I've got a mean streak in me as well. Because I love paneer also. You know tandoori paneer? Yes. We have to plate my thali but then I think, okay, all the aloo pakoras, the onion pakoras, they can eat as much as they want. Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We're partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters. And everything else in between. And what have we got on our platter today? We're going to talk about food, essentially. Yeah, we've talked about vegetarianism. Let's talk about how uh, our food tastes are, how it's changing, what kind of things you're cooking. Yes. You know, I like to cook seasonal stuff, which is what every chef will tell you. Cook what is in season, cook what is fresh. But you are wait, right. Wait, I'm just thinking, oh, you mean we'll have asparagus? Yes, we have asparagus and we have beetroot and parsnips, certain times of... Uh, You've been day. hanging out uh, in Waitrose a bit too much, I think. You know? No, it's not that. It's just that, you know, it makes perfect sense. But you're right in that we're eating more veg now and I'm making a conscious effort to steer the kids especially away from meatballs and uh, roast chicken and chicken stir fry and much as we love all of that lamb hot pot all of that just to balance it out and tip the scales in the favor of dal sabzi because you know what it is I think it's something the west has discovered only now for them equating healthy food is essentially what Indians have been eating for centuries right dal sabzi there are some some healthy things I can't even pronounce what is it Quinoa. quinoa quinoa and kale and all of that of course health benefits you know kale to is spinach only it, it? it is a it's a slightly more potent form of spinach kale not to be confused with kela by the way do you reckon we can we can be 100% vegetarian vegan we can't be we've decided already we don't want to be this let's put it that way we don't want to. you know so do you think we can be 100% committed vegetarians you could be. Without maybe. losing our cool. No, actually, you couldn't be either. You have no willpower either. No, please, I have more willpower. Every, t- every time you walk past a shop, you say, oh, ding. Ding what? I want to cook lamb today. I have a weakness for lamb. Lamb curry. But you know, this drive towards vegetarianism, have you noticed how it has made what used to be exotic, something exotic earlier, you know, exotic ingredients have come to our supermarkets. So when you look at things like sumac and zatar and panchpuron, and shoshibata. All of these things used to be so such specialist ingredients, not only from Bengali cuisine. Are you talking about um, in this country, in, in England, country. or are you talking about India? No, I'm talking about in this country. They've become commonplace. It's Mediterranean. Mediterranean. And just as condiments. Panchpuron, yeah. you would have to go to an Asian shop to get now. You know, Sainsbury's does Panchpuron. So, it's, it, it, they just call it an Asian spice mix. What is it called? Five spices? Five spices. So, I think this drive towards vegetarianism is a good thing because it's also educating our palate making us more adventurous because there are only so many things you can do with meat. But Let's face it. You are a kalank on um, Calcutians, on Bungs, on Bengalis. Why is that? Oh, uh, can you think of a single Bengali person who doesn't like fish? Fish. I have something against water. Ilish. Machi. Machi. Machi is a fly, by the way. Oh, is it? Yes. Machi went in my soup. Yes. 
Waiter. Waiter is a machi in my soup. That's, okay, I that's remember that. Machi is not my favorite. It's not my go-to. It's not my comfort food. Malai chingri. Malai chingri. Yes. That's one I like. Yeah, I am. I'm. I'm not too fond of. Fish. It's like it's like me saying, "Oh, you're a Punjabi, but you know, I don't, I don't hear you say, 'Can we please have uh, rajma chawal today?' Yeah, chole bhature, my favorite. Why don't I say, uh, pass me the black label? Now, one thing that we do have in common is we both like, we love watching food programs on telly. We do. It's not that we. This is one of my dad's gripes. He says that you watch so many food programs, but I never see you make anything. I do. Maybe you don't. But it's not the same thing, you know. If I'm if I'm watching Rick Stein in France. Yeah. It doesn't mean I suddenly want to have uh, scallops. Uh, oh, very good. Uh, I was thinking uh, escargot. I was thinking of um, frogs' legs and snails, but uh, yeah, yes. escargots. But um, you know, this reminds me how sad we are. Yeah. Not only do we watch food programs on telly, we actually watch them on catch up on days when we miss it. But you know, this reminds me of something. When we um, um, this is going to surprise you now, but when we I still remember this. When we first met. You know, you bigged up yourself. You know, when I was going out with you, and said that you know, I make this very exotic dessert. D- is it dessert? I don't know what it was even. You know what I'm talking about? I think I you know said to me once about. that I make Paris because you breast. have it against, held it against me to this day that I've never made it. For Did you not say I make Paris breast? Yes, now sir. I don't know what it was. This is pre-Google, and I thought you know I've I've lived in Pigalle, I've been to Paris, I've been to the Moulin Rouge, Paris breast, no problem. Very funny, but this is actually a dessert. And it's a very thin crust pastry, and it's filled with some very boozy cream. You know, you know, my dad's a teetotaler, right? My dad doesn't drink, so I all do. these bottles of Shivas Regal and all these lovely bottles of imported whiskey that my dad used to be given by uh, his official colleagues and friends and counterparts from other countries. Naturally, I would have to devise ways of using it up in in cooking. And I remember Paris Brest was one of the first things that said, "Add a shot of Shivas Regal or whatever your famous tipple, your favorite tipple might be." You used to put whiskey in your I dessert. I used to put really expensive Shivas Regal in. <laughs> <laughs> Paris breast recipe. I wish I knew then. I would have taught you about the black market. Yes. What is that? Selling illegal booze. Please. So uh, yeah, maybe I've never made it for you, but uh, sorry, you made it for who? I kind of missed that. My family, maybe somebody else before you came along. But uh, anyway, that is for you to guess and for me to know. Moving on from Paris breast, we there were was, watching. There was another thing that you used to make, which is which you never made again. Also, it's all see, my mind is now working. It was uh, something like the Duke of Wellington beef or something. Beef stroganoff. Yeah, you don't even need beef. What did you make it then with? No, uh, lamb stroganoff. Lamb stroganoff. I'm going back to the 90s. We're going back to the to Delhi of the 90s. This is when liberalisation had just happened. So all these foreign things had started trickling in. As in, you like what? Pastry? Not pastry. Puff pastry. Listen, this beef, this stroganoff reminds me. You had to put Worcester sauce. I remember. Lee, is it Lee and Perrin? Lee and Perrin is like some scratch DJs. I yeah. Think. So it had just come. So earlier, you would have to go to these specialist shops in Khan Market, where one tiny bottle would set you back by five hundred rupees, which was a lot. But nineties, when I started cooking, and you know, to start of uni. Can I just pick you up on that? You only started cooking when you were in uni. Yes, of course. Weren't you like most eight, nine-year-olds who learned how to make round chapatis? No, my mother's a good cook, and we've always had a cook as well, so not a problem. See, that's the advantage of staying in India, growing up in India. आजकल तो मैं खाना बनाती हूँ यहाँ पे मेरे घर मेरे फ्रेंड्स तो इंडिया में कोई नहीं बनाता एवरीबडी कुक एटलीस्ट वन इफ नॉट टू वाई है फेसबुक पोस्ट और यू नो शीला की बिरयानी You know, you and I have another weakness when it comes to food. Very no, you're actually t- credit credit to you. You're quite uh, laid back that way. That uh, you, I mean, you have a bit of willpower. 
Yes. You won't eat something if you, you know, you don't want to eat it. I like to try things out, you know, when I, and I like to give my own twist to virtually any dish that I make. But, putting a bit of namak on everything, uh, not namak, pepper on everything is not a twist. No, I know. That is, that's not that's one taste, thing okay. that I noticed that you love pepper a bit too much. Everything you sometimes have toast with pepper on it, I don't do, you? Of course, we also have a weakness for food books. We the number do. of food books that you and I have, we've lost count, and we continue to collect these, and we don't have any space to put them. But um, we're both fond of food books, and I think immediately when a new book comes out, we can tell from the look and the feel whether we're going to like it or not. Forget the recipes in it. It's the way it's put together. And not every book that is flash and very stylishly shot is going to is gonna take the box. You know, sometimes it's these... Anything, it's the font that any, appeals to you. The font makes, appeals to you. Anything makes me salivate. We bought a book which looks like a million bucks. It's got it's called Tasting India. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got a yellow cover. It's, a pro, it's uh, as they say in the business, it's a coffee table book. Coffee table book. So, and it is virtually the size of half a coffee table. But I don't think it, it, all it's done in the last five years, six years since we bought it is gathered dust. No, that one has got... never picked it up and looked at it. That is because it has pretty pictures. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it has a very pretty cover. It has a it stunningly does, does. beautiful cover, which looks like a Banarasi sari or something. It does, like that. it does. Beautiful, beautiful design. I'm still nursing an ambition of doing a food book someday. It's your fault if you don't take up all the offers you got. Because I hear you on the radio here and there doing all sorts of food stuff and yeah. going for walks. Fact, I'm, yeah, I'm going to start a food show uh, on, on radio as well very soon. Not food, but talking to chefs. And I do love it, but uh, I want to put it together in a certain way. I don't just want it to be dry recipes. I wanted to put in a few stories as well, but then everybody's doing that now. So it's going to be a bit of a challenge, but it has to be something different. It can't just be a regular food book. Dal chawal, the, the things samosa, we love. How to make a samosa, how to make... Nobody omelet, does that. Omelette and toast. No, no. Everybody does it. It's no, ev that is standard. Kali dal, you can't have fry, a food book. From, chicken tikka you can't, No, you can't have a food book from the sub-Asian continent and not the have... Asian subcontinent. What did I say? The sub-Asian You know what I meant. Yes, I think... Are you dreaming of Subway? Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you can't have a book without having masala chai mm. and... Gajar kahalwa. No, a bread omelette. What is a bread omelette? Omelette bread ke andar. Forget about going to restaurants. Forget about fine dining. Forget about times when you're making an effort to go out and eat. What is your favorite travel food? There are so many curries in India that were discovered at the railway station canteen or that are known to be good at certain Oh, you're talking about like memories, something, memories. That, something that hits you. Yeah. Well, for me, it's pretty easy. Like, I remember not just my grandmother and my relatives when I used to jump on a train. Mm. There used to be like puris uh -huh. with the thandi alu ki sabzi. And achar. And And that goes back even further to my boarding school days. Uh -huh when we all had to eat whatever hot food. Mm. But there were some day scholars used to come for the data and they we used to eat their food. Yeah. And, um, you know, it used to be right, I don't know, it was like wrapped in a hanky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm. travel food to you would be alu puri. Alu puri what probably, would make yeah. you most nostalgic. Yeah. For me, well, it for would you? probably be the food that was served on Rajdhani Express from Delhi to Calcutta. Well, you mean a pot of yogurt and a kela? Their dinner was really good. I, yeah, Back one thing the I, when Indian Railways... I still don't know one thing. Yeah, sort it out for me. Do they give you the kela on the train to make you go to the toilet or to stop you to go yes, from the I toilet? I don't know. Okay, please. I don't talk about that. So the food that was given, served on Rajasthani Express, they'd come and take your order and ask whether you wanted the vegetarian option or the non-vegetarian. So sometimes it would be Western, which was essentially roast chicken with a few boiled vegetables on the roast side. Roast chicken? Their curries and all this. Railway food used to be really good. Whether you had We once did a podcast on uh, yeah. railway food because... I used to have an omelette in my local um, station. Uh -huh. Not well, not when I'm traveling. Uh -huh. but when I used to pass by, sometimes I used to sit there and have an omelette. Uh -huh. 
and a cutlet and a garam chai and a kullar. What would be your favorite travel food here? Is it a Cornish pasty? What would you eat on the train? It wouldn't be the same thing here because you have the same chains and the same shops in every station. So it's not something that is specific to a place. A molten, whatever it's called. Yeah. I don't know what it's called even. You know that pork pie? Mowbray. Mowbray pork pie. A Melton Mowbray pie. Ask me, ask me. I'm the guri. A Melton Mowbray pie. It's strange, isn't it? Hotel management I have finest hotels I have worked restaurants I have worked and foodie is you. Yeah, that's true. What is your favourite food? My favourite food has to be... Don't say Indian. Uh, Indian is given. Uh, it's yeah, something uh, else. Italian. Or even Chinese. I love Chinese. You like Chinese food, yeah. I know. I've had Indian Chinese food, which is fantastic. I've had Chinese food in America. I've had Chinese food here. Indo-Chinese food is very different than, than food here. I, know you. I used to have dumplings in Nepal a lot. You know, I used to have proper momos. I used to have proper momos with um, the tie, the tea used to have yak, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yak, yak, and yak milk and yak butter. Milk. I was so shocked. The first time I had proper Chinese food outside of India was in... I love... Mediterranean, not Mediterranean, that's the wrong word, I suppose. Moroccan, Turkish, yeah. Ottoman Empire kind of food. You know, I love the kebabs and I'm quite happy to travel around there and taste stuff. Yeah, but you like your hearty Punjabi stuff as well, don't you? I do. You mean butter chicken? Butter chicken. I do, I do. Lamb korma. I love Nina, all that. Afghani chicken. Yeah, yeah I do. It's true. Right, enough chat about food. I think it's time to go and make some now. Well, that's it for another episode. Thanks so much for tuning in, subscribing, rating, reviewing, all the things you do. Downloading. Keep doing it. Downloading. Listening. Listen. Most important, listening. And I hope that you've been listening to this episode with something tasty to nibble on the side or drink. Bye.